0: Welcome to the Self Love Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Rosenberg. I am the author of The Human Magnet Syndrome, The Codependent Narcissist Trap, and the creator of the Codependency Cure and Hitch Trauma Resolution Treatment Programs. If you identify with codependency, which I renamed to Self Love Deficit Disorder, or you're caught in the crosshairs of narcissistic abuse or gaslighting, you've come to the right place. Expect the very best information that I know. Whether from my own personal journey of recovery or through my 35 years of professional experience. What separates my work from others is my understanding of the origin of the problem, the solutions, and the necessity to take responsibility for one's broken picker that always points them to the dream of the soulmate, but the nightmare of the cellmate. So join my self love recovery community and set your sights on the cure self love abundance. It's important to understand diagnostically what is a person that is pathologically narcissistic. And they are one of three personality disorders, and that could be narcissistic, borderline, or antisocial personality disorders. And what ties all personality disorders together is an inability to understand, empathize, and stop the harm you cause others because of the blindness, the lack of empathy that you have. And so people with personality disorders do not change very easily. They have rigid thinking patterns, they have rigid reaction patterns, and they are not good candidates for psychotherapy. Because psychotherapy requires someone's ability to be conscious of having a problem a form of what we call cognitive dissonance, feelings of discomfort and anxiety, guilt, sadness, or whatever is what I would call a negative or bothersome feeling that eventually pushes someone to want to solve it. If you have a personality disorder, you don't get there because you feel justified for how you treat others. You tend to feel like you're the victim and the person that claims to be hurt deserves it. So setting boundaries with a pathological narcissist, you have to expect that they won't understand the necessity of the boundary, that they will personalize it, potentially be offended, angered. They will justify their negative reaction to it because of distorted, odd ways of thinking and potentially hurt you. Not all people with personality disorders hurt others. But if you are in a relationship and you are, as the human magnet syndrome says, which is the book that I authored, it says that codependents almost always unconsciously, reflexively, and predictively fall in love with a pathological narcissist and vice versa. So if you finally decide to set a boundary, such as end a relationship or If you have been silent and afraid of setting boundaries, for good reason, because if your partner is a covert narcissist, which is a subcategory of NPD, they're going to hurt you, whether it's subtle, emotional, verbal abuse, or very in-your-face, active, physical abuse. And so if you are a codependent and you have a partner who has one of these personality disorders, and you set a boundary you must have, and I call this, uh, I come up, I I create terms to describe a lot of what I believe. You must have developed what I call predictive awareness. Predictive awareness is the ability to predict the reaction that will follow the boundary. Because if you have studied yourself, your vulnerabilities, um, your blind spots, um, and what you're susceptible to if and when you're manipulated, And you learn that, and then you also study the narcissist, personality type, their trigger points, their ability to hurt, abuse, neglect, gaslight you, and you study all this before you do anything. Then when you decide to set the boundary, you can predict, predictive awareness, you can predict the outcome. So when you can predict the outcome and you know that the narcissist will have an extreme reaction, which we call a narcissistic injury, you can predict confidently that the boundary will elicit a very strong response. Then you also want to consider that pathological narcissists, like codependents, are desperately lonely people that cannot survive outside of a relationship. A pathological narcissist, someone with NPD, BPD, ASPD, they might not tell you directly, but they will do almost anything to keep from having someone abandon them, leave them, because the idea of being alone is to suffer from pathological loneliness, which is incredibly painful for a codependent, but it's exponentially more painful. Plus, these narcissists don't understand because it's not a conscious experience that they suffer huge trauma from abandonment, huge trauma. And the nature of these personality disorders, they sequester those trauma memories, just like PTSD in a part of the brain that locks the memory of them. But even without the memory of them, the reaction to them is similar or actually more intense than the memory So they may not remember, well, I don't want you to leave because my mom abandoned me, so I'm going to stop you. They will just have a very extreme response. So now you're going to set boundaries. And if you set a boundary with a narcissist, say you want to divorce them, they're going to do almost anything they can to change your mind. If the partner the spouse, the boyfriend, the the, the boss, the, the sibling, the person that you are intending to terminate the relationship with, if they don't have empathy, or they have limited empathy, and and this is this is where the video don't take the mask off the covert narcissist just run, and the person is a covert narcissist, which means they are pretending to be something that they are not. They can be a teacher, a rabbi. A, a psychotherapist, a loving mother or father, and the world believes them, that means they have some form of sociopathy, covert narcissism, or they are just a sociopath, ASPD. That means that false story they created of being loving, sweet, sincere, smart, they depend on people believing that so that they can survive in the world, have a job have friends, have a backstory that's believable. And the idea of someone exposing them is equivalent to choking them and taking their oxygen away. Because one is it might take away everything that they love and need, which is, you know, attention support. Two, money, respect, family, and they will do anything to protect that so it starts with an understanding that who you are setting a boundary with has sociopathic traits or is a sociopath that has a tremendous amount of hard-earned deceptively dysfunctionally malignantly earned stolen wealth i guess that's a good way of putting it that they will do anything to protect so what do they have to do if someone says, okay, well, I am telling everyone that you have cheated, you know, you, you've had affairs with this, that, and the other, that you're, you know, you've stolen money, you're a crook, or whatever, and I'm going to expose you. Well, first, they're going to have a narcissistic injury, because they are they have a personality disorder. Two, they're, the natural but unconscious fear of abandonment is going to click in. So that is going to embolden them to even be more angry and enraged. And three, you're about to expose them and take away everything that is important to them. Money, fame, uh, prestige. So they're going to do anything to shut you up, to shut you down, to ruin your credibility. So if you know this and you're trying to escape the relationship, then it makes absolutely no sense to expose them publicly. So if you're a client of mine, or you're watching this video, and you have this knowledge, whether you've gotten it from my book, The Human Magnet Syndrome, or you purchased one of my educational seminars, you know, found on selfloverecovery.com, you will know that you can't win and perhaps survive if you call this person out. So if you have predictive awareness and you've kind of done what I call is my worst case scenario technique, which is basically when you consciously, methodically develop the most realistic worst consequence, and you have to make sure it's accurate, and then you decide if you can survive it. And once you decide you can survive it, then you should have the confidence to move forward. So you're going to set a boundary with a covert narcissist, let's say um, breakup, divorce, and you just want out. Predictive awareness has told you that you have an exponentially higher probability of getting out of it if you don't uncover them and all of their covert, malicious, and dishonest ways. It will go from... 100% impossible to survive without major harm to yourself if you take their mask off to maybe 50%. If you determine that this is going to be really, really hard, say you hire, you got to get a good therapist, you hire a good attorney if you're divorcing, then you come up with a plan. Then you can survive the 50% and it might even be less. So to anyone who is in a relationship with a pathological narcissist who happens to have sociopathic traits, which means they're a covert narcissist or is a sociopath. And you want to set a boundary to teach them a lesson by uncovering their true selves, or you just want to end a relationship by uncovering their true selves, take their mask off. You're going to get hammered and you're going to wish you never did it. Just run and don't feel like you are losing. You are surrendering by not saying anything. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Building a self love recovery community means the world to me. Spread the word, let people know what we're talking about. And until we meet next, I'd like to leave you my favorite of all sayings by George Eliot It's never too late to be what you might have been. Don't forget that our future is in our hands. Despite what anyone has told you before, you can be the self-love abundant person you've always dreamt of. It's your birthright.